Episode 181. Is Bio-Digital Convergence the Key to Eternal Life? You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Uh, welcome to another week, uh, another Monday, another start of a week of the very best podcast in the world. Your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Now, um, you're probably thinking, what drugs did he take over the weekend to kick off the week with an episode with terminology in its title that I've never heard before. <laughs> and um, it's a pretty philosophical uh, episode uh, because I had one of my, one of the podcasts that I listened to um, was discussing, you know, this whole conspiracy mumbo jumbo around uh, the um, COVID thing going on. And along this came up the term of uh, bio-digital convergence. And um, with Uncle Elon, you know, having pushed his uh, Neuralink repeatedly uh, as, you know, the new frontier in digitalization. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I was like... Hmm. Okay, uh, this is an interesting thingamajigger to look into. So um, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to discover whether or not uh, bio-digital convergence may be the key to eternal life, and whether or not that's a good thing. <laughs> so... Um, before we get started, uh, as always, we have our housekeeping. Number one, uh, the views expressed herein are my own, so if you don't agree, go fuck off. Uh, number two, sharing is caring, uh, meaning that um, if this episode is interesting to you, uh, share it. You know, uh, share it with other people. If uh, you know you're a bit more of the intimate connected person, intimately connected person, uh, you know, and you think that an episode that you hear here, <laughs> that sounds so retarded, <laughs> uh, an episode that you hear here may resonate uh, or may help, uh, you know, somebody in your um, uh, inner circle or, uh, you know, median circle or outer circle, uh, you know, there's uh, there are share buttons in your uh, podcast app where you can directly uh, beam the episode uh, to their Neuralink, uh, no, sorry, to their phone or whatever they listen their podcasts on. And um, perhaps it's going to help them. And that's what this podcast is essentially about. Uh, I'm doing it altruistically and uh, you should too, I think. 
so with that all being cleared out, uh, I think we're going to have to um, define what bio-digital convergence actually is. So uh, we've got this term that you know kind of arose a few years ago out of the ashes of uh you know whatever it, it means very roughly the merging of biological and digital instruments into a well shall we call it harmonic unison marriage wedding whatever uh to improve whatever biological underlying structure may be involved there. So uh, in this case, and let's stick with Uncle Elon for, you know, him being a pioneer and all, uh, you know, let's stick with that. Uh, so this Neuralink thing is obviously a digital gadget similar to your phone, which uh, connects directly uh, into your brain. Um, sounds painful, uh, if you ask me. And uh, I'm, you know, still debating with myself whether or not that's actually something desirable. You know, can I detach it? Can I turn it off if I want to be in private? You know, there were interesting things discussed. Main the one that stood out mainly for me in these, you know, very polarized times is, you know, you can look at someone and you know your connection with them through Neuralink obviously will give away their uh truthfulness you know or whether they're lying to you or whether they uh you know are trying to pull you over the table or whatever so you know I find that in these times insanely insanely interesting you know because even you know, you know I, I grew up in in Germany where politicians you know you grow up in this little protected you know nest <laughs> essentially in this country that was you know war torn uh you know even my grandparents lived through world war ii uh you know and they endured severe shit right and i grew up in this society where i didn't have to worry about fucking anything so you know comes adolescence and you're like okay politics right you've got your general your, your genuine statesman uh, of course they were crooks you know let's talk about it uh let's be honest <laughs> hands down uh all of the chancellors uh that germany had they, they were all fucking crooks to some degree and you know you start to wonder and then you get to these times where you have a reality a shitty reality show salesman uh you know being president of the united states uh you've got a lady governing Germany, the Federal Republic of Germany, who grew up on the other side of the of the Iron Curtain. And you have, you know, several events where you wake up in the morning and you're like, how the fuck did that happen? How could people be so, you know, and then you're like, okay, you know, whatever, <laughs> carry on. Uh, but, you know, and then you've got politicians publicly asking why everyone is in despair about politics. You know, have these crooks really lost all attachment to reality? Anywho, long story short, would be a nice thought experiment, you know, if, uh, I don't know, whomever, uh, Biden, Trump, Obama, or uh, Merkel, or uh, Xi Jinping, I mean, <laughs> everybody knows that uh, these guys are lying, but it would be interesting to know when they are 
you know, interesting um, thing to think about. Now, obviously, um, this biodigital convergence uh, goes one step further. Um, and uh, upon hearing what the ideas were, uh, a think tank called uh, Horizons in Canada uh, dug it up most recently and uh, brought forth this, um, for them, obviously, utopian vision of what life in this world would look like. And I can, I can relate definitely that, you know, what for them may be utopian for whatever reason may sound insanely dystopian for a lot of people, right? You know, imagine yourself being connected, you know, through multiple sensors, uh, you know, and um, uh, to the cloud, you know, whatever that may be, uh, and whoever may be running it. Um, and, uh, you know, your data being scanned and constantly and, you know, your thoughts being, you know, not necessarily monitored, but, uh, you know, kept like, you know, for instance, your email correspondence or whatever, you know, which essentially goes into uh, you know, a very large data center somewhere and is stored forever. Every, every piece of communication that you um, that you undertake is in, uh, you know, one way or another. Uh, as of today. Um, and, you know, and it's like, do you want your thoughts to be monitored? Do you want your thoughts to be, you know, even if it is for the sake of analyzing your dreams and, you know, maybe pre-detecting any psychic uh, or psychological issues you may be running towards, right? Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, in or out of this, but obviously, you know, the futurists who, uh, are not always the brightest stars in the sky from my experience, but a lot of them are just, you know, so full of shit that, uh, they are able to sell their visions to politicians, but that's a different story. So all of these are gunning for it, right? They're going for this, uh, whatever topian, uh, future where essentially, and that's where my thought ended was the question of what happens to our consciousness, what happens to our memories, what happens to our, you know, whatever else is there in our brain when we pass away biologically, you know, and that's where an interesting thing comes up. Uh, an interesting thought arises inevitably. Where would humanity be if we were able to conserve the knowledge of, you know, whatever great civilizations were before us, you know, be it the, be it the Egyptians, you know, most famously, uh, or all the um, South American uh, great civilizations that were there, uh, you know, up to the Mayans in, in uh, Mexico, um, you know, the China of 5,000 years ago, uh, you know, all of these great civilizations that were there, what would have, wh where would we be as a humanity if we would have been able to store all of their knowledge and basically hand it all, hand it on, hand it over to the next generation without the hassles of the next generation having to learn all of that shit and going through all of the bad experiences.
So basically one of the underlying causes of this podcast, right? Uh, you know, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life and I try to prevent the, my listeners from having to go through the same shit just by letting you know, right? Now imagine this, you are born and immediately, immediately you've got humanity's knowledge at your fingertips. And since the knowledge is, you know, and even has been for hundreds of years now, so I don't know what the correct terminology is. I'm going to use verbose. You know, it's just so huge. Humanity's knowledge is so, and has grown so substantially over the past, you know, 100, 200 years, right? Imagine you were able to access this immediately at birth. You know, and then draw your own conclusions. And, you know, from the knowledge being there with a little bit of help of AI, being able to move this on. And at the start of your life, you don't have to learn shit because it's immediately there and you can immediately apply it. You know, kind of like imagine Nemo uh, in The Matrix. Nemo? <laughs> no, that's the other dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's the fish. Uh, um, so anyhow, long story short, um, let's take things one step further, right? And let's think about, you know, the sustainability aspect. If we as bio waste and, you know, all of this uh, consumer grubbing, um, you know, matter weren't there, if, you know, everything we are was to live digitally, and, you know, we were, we would be able to control robots and machines to, uh, build stuff for us, which, you know, essentially we wouldn't need because there would be no need to build anything. Right. Which brings a whole different perspective to these NFT things. Damn, I have to invest in them. Uh, no, but, uh, jokes aside, um, I think, you know, there are two sides of the coin to this. Uh, that have to be seriously debated. I know, you know, that's a thing of the past. You know, science now is what the mouthpiece of the government uh, and presumed scientist says. Other opinions are deplatformed and not further discussed. You know, scientific dialogue, scientific multilogue, scientific discourse doesn't really happen anymore. You know, gay science uh hashtag yay science you know and uh, uh that's an interesting development that we're going through right now but you know what what are your thoughts right could humanity excel and why would we <laughs> you know <laughs> there you know uncle elon has these plans to colonize mars because you know if a grave disaster uh, happens here on earth, at least we would have a colony on Mars and, you know, that kind of ordeal and those kind of arguments. But are our physical bodies really necessary? And is, you know, this bio digital convergence vision that's becoming more and more present in the advent of, you know, <laughs> He's far away, far from that uh, video conferences and, you know, being isolated in your home and uh, those kind of ordeals, you know, is that something that's really, really desirable? Uh, 
to essentially but gradually transfer humanity into this i don't know borg like supercomputer where everybody is connected we have no need for anything anymore right because you know we don't have a physical presence anymore so you know we don't need shiny cars and you know all of those other kind of things you know maybe interesting the kind of nfts you have hanging uh you know on your wall of your imagined uh office space when you work or when your digital alter ego works uh, but with access to humanity's knowledge interesting perspective i don't know if i'm going to be frightened or freaked out in a positive way so uh in that sense um why did i launch this episode in the first place <laughs> right uh, i think it was the um the concept introduced or thought of as eternal life right wherever that route may go uh, whether it's eventually going to end up that all of us are just going to be you know a mere digital blip um, you know uh, that all of our knowledge gets assimilated and altruistically preferably given to the next generation to prevent them from making the same mistakes we made you know or is eternal life where after our life after our biological life however much extended ends and our memories and our experience and our consciousness and our subconscious and everything is downloaded and made available to our ancestors no not our ancestors our siblings <laughs> sorry got that wrong so wherever this is going to go uh the governments are going to fuck it up again as always and uh i think that corporate interests are gonna make that whatever happens they're going to try and turn that into profit and that's what i worry most about that eternal life can only be given to those that you know play by the rules etc etc and that that essentially is going to weed out a few very good ideas um, let me give you an example um, many years ago when apple started to introduce the app store and thereby essentially censoring what software gets put out and gets in front of the people you know you can call it what you want it's censorship and i had this big debate with uh with an apple a high-ranking apple employee and um i was like hey listen you know uh, let's look at the sleazy business right um, let's look at uh, the porn industry they were 
in the past responsible for the greatest achievements on the internet today. Without the, uh, the sleazy business, without the porn industry, there would be no, no payment. There would be no video content on the internet, or at least not in the way, shape, or form we're experiencing it now. Online payment became a necessity, so they'd pushed for it because they're loaded. And the internet wouldn't be what it is. And even that didn't really move them away because their, you know, predominant goal was, of course, to earn money, right? You know, away are the days of Steve Jobs, where, <laughs> of course, he was the biggest dude at making money. But he had um, ethics. And I think in light of his return, all of these ethics were kind of cleared from his head. I don't know what happened to all of his, you know, mind opening experiences. Um, but anyhow, after his return to Apple, a lot of that uh, went into money making or turned into money making. And so this debate ended with, you know, several arguments. Yeah, of course, you know, it was never mentioned that they want to make money yet, that this, that's the primary goal, you know, uh, in front of that were set arguments like security, because it's a closed environment, you can't introduce any malware. So I get it, you know, totally get it. But forfeiting technological advancement in favor of snowflakey point of views, worldviews, sorry, uh, I think is um, very limiting. So uh, is bio digital convergence the key to eternal life? I think it could be. Yes. I think it could be a milestone for humanity to excel exponentially, that our civilization could be the one that makes it into the next level without destroying itself or being set back by a cataclysmic event. And so I think, yes. Are there downsides? Absolutely. Tons of them. And they need to be addressed. And they need to be addressed fast. Because I think in light of everyone and their dog accepting this new normal so quickly and adapting to it, I think we're going down a road and we're accelerating and we're missing all of the potential accidents and obstacles that are in our way into the next phase of the development or the evolution of our civilization. So in that sense, I hope um, you have a thoughtful rest of your Monday. Uh, I hope I didn't promise you too much with the title. Uh, I think, you know, again, it's a clear yes, but with an asterisk or two or a dozen. 
Um, so look into it. See, you know, what you think. Let me know what you think. And uh, have a nice rest of your Monday. And if you've already had your Monday, have a good night. And we'll be in touch tomorrow. Goodbye, folks.